Hello and welcome to Were You Not Entertained. I'm Daniel. I'm Rachel. And I'm James. And today is the day that we do our Oscars predictions. We've finally finished covering all of the Best Picture nominees that we had lined up. And uh, now we're going to go through and go through the categories, each category, and pick what what we think is going to win and also what we want to win because sometimes those things are different. Uh, so that's kind of the... That's kind of the name of the game here. If it's your first time listening to one of these, then uh, we read through the category. We read what's nominated for the category. Uh, Sometimes we read just the movies as opposed to the people's names because we are very bad at pronouncing people's names. Mm -hmm. And uh, we will go around and pick what we think and what we want. uh, And then... After the Oscars is actually done, we'll end up coming back, revisiting what actually won and tallying it up and seeing who of us was actually the closest with their picks. Yeah, so traditionally the way this works is Daniel and I make fools of ourselves in this episode and Rachel laughs at us the next one. Yes. Yeah, that that has been that's been a thing. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> hey, thanks for the jinx. I appreciate that. <laughs> Hey, I'm taking every advantage I can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, if if we can do it, good. Bring myself oh. up by pulling you down. <laughs> hey, at least you guys have marketable skills. I can pick Oscar winners. So. There you go. I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's get the show rolling. It's a marketable skill. You just need to apply it somewhere else other than this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't have a cute gimmick like the the elephant that picks Oscar winners or whatever. Mm. You could train the dog. There you go. Yeah. Train the dog to point at your picks. Yeah, that's anyway. Likely. First, not category. likely. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, who wants to start? I guess I'll start. Sure. I think you should. Uh, so, the first category that we're going to be doing is. Best Documentary Short. Uh, And the nominees for that are The Elephant Whisperers, uh, Halut, I think is how you pronounce that, Uh, How Do You Measure a Year, The Martha Mitchell Effect, and Stranger at the Gate. Um, And actually got to watch all of these except for, for one. Um, that is something else that I'll say is that, uh, as much as we've tried, did not necessarily get to watch everything that was nominated. Unfortunately, good effort in. Yeah. Uh, I did not get them all. (laughs) It was a solid effort, but not everything was available. Unfortunately. That too. Um, so what I have, uh, I'm going to start with my want and then, uh, go to what I think will win. So my want is Stranger at the Gate, and what I think will win is the Martha Mitchell effect. Mm. Yeah, and I I think the same. I'm the same way on this one. I want Stranger at the Gate to win, um, and I think it's going to be the Martha Mitchell effect. Doubling up. All right. Well, I will be the contrarian. I said the Elephant Whispers for both because it's the only one I had heard of. I didn't watch any of these. 
So let's see if ignorance wins this round. <laughs> yeah, fair. Fair enough. Yeah, again, a lot of these were hard to find. Um, some of these actually were on YouTube, which was nice. I found they, a lot of trailers, but I did not find the episode, the movies. I looked for, I gave a medium try. <laughs> I yeah, did not spend an hour digging deep or anything like that. But. You know, a chunk of the documentary shorts were available on streaming channels. Hmm, yeah. Whereas the other live action and animated, a lot of those are from the New Yorker. Yeah. And yeah. so those show up on YouTube. Yeah. Thank you, the New Yorker, for putting that stuff on YouTube. Right? Absolutely. I love it. All right. So that finishes that category. Who's next? Uh, I go- guess. Oh, James. I'll go next. All right. So next up, we have Best Animated Short. And in that category, we had The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, The Horse. And then we had The Flying Sailor, Ice Merchants, My Year of Dicks, and Ostrich Told Me the World is Fake, and I Think I Believe It. (laughs) Some of these titles. The last one was one long one. It's not The Ostrich Told Me the World is Fake. And then... I think I believe it. No, that's all one giant title. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I will start off on that one. I desperately hope the ostrich one wins because yeah. that killed me. I loved that. That is so my style. Claymation matrix. But anyway, um, but I think the boy and the mole, the fox and the horse will get it. Yeah, so I have mine as uh, my want is Ice Merchants. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a pretty pretty cool little story. Um, and I think that the the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse will win it. Yeah. Yeah. It and just I, seemed like Oscar bait. <laughs> I have the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse for both. Yeah. It, so it's really good. Yeah. It's super sweet. It's it a is, great adaptation of a children's is book. Super sweet. You are correct. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, but... you'll have cavities afterwards. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody likes an adapted storybook. Yeah, no, there's it was done very well. You know, honestly, the reality of all of these, almost all of these, They're is all very good. it's hard to pick. Yeah. You know. We do, we do too. Our, our think and our want, uh, only because sometimes they're different. But uh, the reality is, you know, if you could give awards to everybody in these categories, I would say go for it. Right. Most of the time, occasionally, yeah. these are the best. Yeah, the best. sometimes. Sometimes there's an outlier, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, your turn. I guess that moves us on to best live action short. Yeah. An Irish goodbye. Evalu. Le Pupil, Night Ride, The Red Suitcase. Thank goodness you had that one. So for this one, I said that I would like for Night Ride to win. But I think Le Pupil is going to win it. Uh-huh. It was yeah. a little funky and it's got Alfonso Caron behind it. So I feel like that's a pretty good mix. Yeah, nothing like. All right. Catholic um, school abuse. <laughs> Hey, some weird Italian kids and a big cake. That's what you need. This was the other category I hadn't seen any in. Um, so I just guessed it. 
or wanted an Irish goodbye because I like the name of it, and I do that myself. And uh, the guess was Le Pupio. Did I say that right? Yeah. I said it's it fast enough. enough to not be wrong. Um, <laughs> the pupil. It helps yeah. if you don't go real high at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I have but. a question. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So mine, uh, I actually both my want and think is night ride. I just thought it was, I thought it was cool. Um, <laughs> it's not very many shorts that you see somebody steal a <laughs> steal a tram <laughs> and then step off the tram. And trick someone else into driving yeah. just before she does it, so they get arrested. Yeah, it's great. It's great. <laughs> it's a classic. I didn't. We didn't see all the ones in this one. Um, uh, we did. We did see two of the two of the five. Yeah. But uh, I just like Night Ride. It's cool, and it's got a cool name. It's like Night Rider, but it's Night Ride. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so that brings us to best sound, uh, and that is All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar the Way of Water, The Batman, Elvis, and Top Gun Maverick. And I have both my uh, Think and Want as Elvis mm. for best sound. Nice. So... I, for this one, I want All Quiet on the Western Front to win. And I think it might be Top Gun Maverick. Hmm. I went with wanting as definitely the Batman. That mm-hmm. Batmobile yeah. scene, oh, that deserves an Oscar all, all on its own. But I think All <laughs> Quiet's going to get it. Nice. I um. think All Quiet's a pretty safe bet war films usually do well in best sound but i also feel like with top gun having so many nominations yeah they're gonna have to give it something and they'll want it to be something less recognizable which is very untrue as we have witnessed many a times where <laughs> movies have been nominated and not gotten a thing yes yeah. and with tom cruise at the helm it is very possible that top gun will get nothing yeah I could see that happening. Mm-hmm. They're not exactly buddies, the Academy and Tom Cruise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So that's on you, James, for visual effects. Oh. Uh, then for best visual effects, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar the Way of Water, The Batman, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Top Gun Maverick. Um, for visual effects, I wanted it to be Top Gun, actually, but I know that that is insane because it's probably going to be Avatar and he will stand up there and give a dumb long speech. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, yeah, so I have Batman as my want on the visual effects. Yeah. Um, and then Avatar is what I think will win. I doubled down on this one with Top Gun for both. Because Ooh, mm. the way they filmed this movie and the lack of special effects still blows my mind. Sorry, I guess not special effects. CGI effects. Yeah. Still mm-hmm. blows my mind and I will go down with this ship. I Fair hope enough. that you were right because it would be amazing if they snub Avatar. 
Well, <laughs> and to me, it's the most interesting thing they've done in filmmaking this year. Avatar is cool. It's got cool computer graphics, but that's been done and it's been done well. Yeah, by the other Avatar. By the other Avatar. <laughs> by tons of, by every yeah. Marvel movie ever. They gave him like 13 awards last time. He doesn't need more for doing the same thing. Yeah, James Cameron has so many Oscars. Let's just relax. Right. Okay, so our next category is best makeup and hairstyling. Yeah. Sorry. All quiet. I'm trying to interrupt you. Sorry. (laughs) All quiet on the Western front. The Batman. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Elvis. And The Whale. So on this one, I actually just went with All Quiet on the Western Front for what I think and what I want to win. Mm-hmm. All right. I I wanted the Batman, but I think the whale's going to get it. <laughs> That's funny. I have the exact same thing. I want Batman and I think the whale. I, th- I think the whale was good, but I've seen so much controversy and negativity around the fat suit that they put him in. So I, it just depends on what the Oscars is kind of looking to achieve this year. Yeah. Why? Because it was too realistic? Uh, no, I think people's problem was that it was a fat suit in general. They don't, they don't like that they keep dressing people up in fat suits. Yeah. That, that's they because, find it offensive. That's because like talented actors aren't fat. Or typically that, not aren't that Typically large. that fat. Yeah. Yes. Like, they can be. They, yeah. But. Whatever, but still. Yeah, I still have to go with All Quiet on the Western Front because they did some really cool things with the um, the mud and, and the, the different things on his face. Yeah, the grime was really good. Really yeah. good. Fair enough. I would not be sad if it won. All right. So that brings us to Best Costume Design. Mm-hmm. Um. So we have Jenny. See, I'm going to pronounce names, and I'm going to totally mess them up. But I'm going to give it a shot. I uh, so, so we have Jenny Beaven for Miss Harris Goes to Paris. Uh, Ruth Carter for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Uh, Catherine Martin for Elvis. Uh, Mary Zephores for Babylon. And Shirley Kurata for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, And I have have Miss Harris Goes to Paris for my want, so uh, Jenny Bevins. And then I have Elvis is what I think. Uh, so Catherine Martin. Yeah, and funny enough, that's exactly what I have as well. Hmm, okay. Uh, so for best costume design, I put Elvis on both. Nice. Right. Well, there you go. Nice. Easy peasy. I would certainly be leaning that way, but... Really, the whole point of Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris is the costume. So I thought it was the one that I missed. It was phenomenal. The the original 
The original Dior gowns they had in this movie were stunning. Nice. Yeah, but that was the whole point of the say- movie. But aside from that, that wasn't the whole point of the movie. But it was a it was a major plot point. But aside from that, the movie itself was really good. Nice. I'll yeah. have to check it out. Yeah. Then next we have best production design. I uh, what I meant by that earlier was I'm not going to read the names. Um, so production design we had the people for All Quest acquired on the Western Front. Then Elvis, then Babylon, then Avatar: The Way of Water, and lastly the Fablemans. For me, I definitely uh, I'm hoping that Babylon picks one up because I enjoyed that. Um, but I think All Quiet probably deserves it, in my opinion. Nice. Okay. So I have mine similar. I think that All Quiet on the Western Front is what I want, but I think Babylon is actually going to to take it. I think oh, they're flipping it. Yeah. And I picked Elvis for Ooh. what I want and what I think because Boz Lerman pictures are literally a production. It had some production design. I will give you that. That's usually his category. He typically always picks that one up. And it has more production design than a movie about movie production. You know, no, I (laughs) fully, I fully agree with you, but I'm just really hoping it's Elvis because again, it's got that glitz and glamour and that over the top Boz Lerman thing that only he does so well. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So our next category is best editing. Top Gun Maverick, the Banshees of Insurin, everything, everywhere, all at once, Elvis and Tar. And for best editing, I, again, just went hard and I picked Top Gun for what I want and what I think. Nice. Nice. Okay. Daniel? What do you got, James? Ah, uh, okay. Uh, I had uh, want is everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, but I think Top Gun might get it. Nice. Um, I just love the editing between the different, completely different minds and everything in everything. <laughs> yeah. Everything and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had everything everywhere all at once for both. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think they, I think they did a spectacular job of editing all of that together. Yeah. It no, could have been did. a mess. It could have been a big mess. Yeah. That movie <laughs> could have been confusing <laughs> as heck. Yeah, absolutely. So, Absolutely. Um, so that brings us to best cinematography. Um, and we have James Friend for All Quiet on the Western Front, Roger Deakins for Empire of Light, uh, Darius Con- Condi, maybe? Sorry. <laughs> for Bardo. Uh, Mandy Walker for Elvis and Florian Hoffmeister for Tar. Uh, and I went uh, Bardo all the way for my think and want for sure. Yeah, totally fair. I went with Bardo is what I want. I But I kind of think Elvis might take this one. That's mm. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I, 
I wanted Elvis to take it, but I uh, I don't know. I feel like people are a sucker for the one shot, and I thought maybe Tar might get it. Tar, okay. Yeah, nice. I think that's fair. A little differentiation there. Yeah, we got some. We're, we're keeping it interesting. Somebody's going to come out a winner. Yeah, Hopefully. or or not. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple. Of that them. I mean, I'm going to be a loser. We have good odds, you know. There's three yeah. of us, right? So if with only five choices, the same movies. yeah. <laughs> I just I couldn't not pick Bardo. Yeah, no. The cinematography was absolutely exceptional. It was it was nuts. So <laughs> it was nuts. Yeah. If it yeah. doesn't win, I will be. I will be surprised. I'm up next, right? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Best original song. Uh, so we had Lift Me Up from Black Panther. We had uh, Hold My Hand from Top Gun. Natu Natu from RRR. Applause from Tell It Like a, Wo- Tell it like a Woman. And then we had This Is a Life from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, for this one, I went with uh, Lift Me Up from Black Panther Wakanda Forever. It was my want. But I think this one is going to go to Natu Natu from RRR. Nice. Yeah. It's it is huge. certainly it is certainly the most energetic song of any of them this year. By a long This time. year. <laughs> yeah. That def- yeah. redefines what energetic means. That is a production. Yeah. Yes. It's it impressive. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, lift me up as my want, and I have hold my hand is what I think will win. Mm. I think I'll Rihanna. Up there. I think Rihanna will finally take something home. Yeah. So I I want not to not to to win this, but I think it's going to be hold my hand. Uh-huh. Mm. Lady Gaga is kind of an Oscars darling. Yes. As far as musically. So. Yeah. I could see it. I could definitely see that one as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that brings us to best original score. All Quiet on the Western Front. The Banshees of Inshrin. Babylon. Everything Everywhere All at Once. And The Fablemans. And what I want to win is All Quiet on the Western Front. And what I think will win is the Fablemans. Yeah, I'm doubling down on All Quiet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for both of them. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. like, wow. The score. music was incredible. Like, yeah. Yeah. It caught me, and I don't normally notice that. Yeah, I don't. I'm torn. So I put my want as uh, Babylon. And I didn't say I'm torn. Uh, I didn't put All Quiet on the Western Front for either of them. Um, Because it was, again, this was another one of those. It's like, it's it's pretty difficult to choose. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know that there's a right answer here, honestly. Uh, And I have my, what I think will win is the Fablemans. That's what I want. Yeah, exactly. That's (laughs) That's <laughs> exactly that's why I put it. It's his last original score. It's usually a fool's move to bet against John Williams. Yeah. I would love to see him get an Oscar for his final film. Yeah. It's deserved. Yep. 
so that brings us to best documentary feature. Uh, so we have uh, All the Beauty in the Bloodshed, uh, All That Breathes, Fire of Love, A House Made of Splinters, and uh, Navalny. Had a hard time pronouncing that. <laughs> I have both my uh, think and want as uh, Navalny. As do I. <laughs> as do you. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. It was. I, so we're all going to good. lose this one. <laughs> it's really good, and it is. it is really of the time. I think that there's a lot going for that. Yeah, and the Oscars hates Putin. Mm-hmm. So, so I feel like this is kind of right in their wheelhouse. But I will say Fire of Love was very good. It's very fun. Yeah, it was really interesting. It was. Well, I am excited because that means I get to do best animated feature. Yes. yes, you do. This was my favorite category of the year. Awesome. Um, Best animated feature, we had Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, mm-hmm. Marcel, The Shell, with shoes on, <laughs> Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, The Sea Beast, and Turning Red. <laughs> and for this, Marcel, all the way, is the greatest movie. If this was up for best picture, it would have my <laughs> wish. I loved it so much. I was dying the whole time and it didn't make me feel like I was laughing at him. And it was so sweet and heartfelt. Anyway, I'm getting too much into it. I think Pinocchio is going to win. Ah, okay. I'm crossing my fingers. I'm wrong on that one. I would love to only get one point there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I think, Marcel the Shell is what I would really like to win. I would, I would love to see it win. I'm in the same camp as you, James. Uh, but I think I think that Turning Red is going to be the mm. winner there. The Disney powerhouse, right? Exactly. So I I want Marcel the Shell to win. <laughs> so we is. all want Marcel. Jenny Slate's love project. She spent eight years making this film. So. Oh, my God. But what I think is going to win it is Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. And that's also a slight wish because I just want to see the man who was rejected from making Disney's new Pinocchio film beat Disney in this category (laughs) with his own version. (laughs) It is really, really good. Like, don't get me wrong. If he wins it with Pinocchio, I will not feel bad. At all, as much as I love Marcel, um, I, I loved every I movie. So it's so they're all good. This was a good animated year, man. I didn't even know it. I hadn't watched any of these before this. Everything in this category was really good. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, yeah, absolutely. I, I enjoyed all of these movies, and the Sea Beast I was a big surprise. Shockingly I love the Sea Beast. <laughs> right. It was very good, and. Puss in Boots, because you don't really expect this is like what the sixth film in the Shrek universe. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so good and so unique. So 
anyways, I could talk about this category forever. <laughs> but uh, that brings me to best international feature. You guys planned this, didn't you? Yes. Indeed. So our nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front from Germany, Argentina 1985 from Argentina, Close from Belgium, Eo from Poland, The Quiet Girl from Ireland. And I doubled down on this with All Quiet on the Western Front. Ditto. Yeah, me too. This is it. So look, this one, unfortunately, I didn't get to see a lot of the other movies. I did a lot more movie reading this time than I was interested in. (laughs) Uh, and, And I didn't get to see some of these. But I think it's really easy when you have a foreign film that's nominated in the best picture category so it's either best international film or best film overall and you're like well then it has to win in the international film how could it make it into the overall if it doesn't (laughs) yeah right this is a give me point (laughs) and i think we all got it (laughs) yeah the only way is if two of the international films make it into the best picture category right the only way that there's any ambiguity Exactly. Yeah, it was just exceptional. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, So that brings us to uh, Best Adapted Screenplay. And we have All Quiet on the Western Front, uh, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, Living, Top Gun Maverick, and Women Talking. And my want for this is definitely living. Uh, I thought it was a a great, phenomenal movie. Uh, What I think will win is All Quiet on the Western Front. Ooh. Yeah. And I also want living to win this. And I think All Quiet on the Western Front is going to take it. And I also want living to win it. But (laughs) I think Women Talking is going to get this one. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I I think it's actually a pretty good a pretty good choice as well. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think There's some good good ones in that category, man. For me personally, living was such a standout. It's very hard for me to see past that one because I was so surprised and so blown away for a film that didn't get very many nominations or very much buzz. It's I hadn't even heard really about subtle. it. Like some of these other ones that are like lesser known, I had kind of at least heard of in some form or fashion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had not heard about living. Um, watched it and was like, wow, this is really good. <laughs> Way to go. Yeah. It's not that this is a great point for it. But this is the only film this year that I felt connected enough to that it made me cry. Oh, I cried on a ton of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, this I is the only like one that six got times me. in a boy, a horse, and a mole, and a fox, or whatever it's called. A boy, like, a that horse movie alone, and, a mole. and it's like thirty minutes, and I was like sobbing the whole time. Terrence is like, "You are loved." Who <laughs> <laughs> wants to tell me I'm loved? <laughs> Anyway, uh, on to best yeah. original screenplay, <laughs> we had uh, Tar, The Fablemans, 
Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Banshees of Inisherin, and Triangle of Sadness. On this one, I think it's going to be everything, or I want it to be Everything Everywhere All at Once, but I think Banshees is going to pull this one off. Yeah, so I have that as my want. I have the Banshees as my want, and I think Everything Everywhere All at Once Flipping is it. what I, I think will win, yeah. I would be thrilled for that. I My want is the Fablemans, mm. but I think Everything Everywhere All at Once is going to win it. Again, yeah. We keep saying this, but again, it was every one of these films. A tough category was so good and so right. original. So yeah. this is a hard one. All right, now we're getting into the big categories: the best supporting actress. That was a cold. All right, <laughs> yeah. The nominees are Angela Bassett for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, Hong Chow for The Whale, Carrie Condon the Banshee. Banshees of Insurance, Jamie Lee Curtis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Stephanie Hsu, Everything Everywhere All at Once. And I would love to see Stephanie Hsu win. That's my want. But I honestly kind of think Angela Bassett is who's going to win it this year. I think she's going to take it, huh? Okay. Those are she's, good ones. She's kind of won at every other award show except for the BAFTAs. Yeah, I think her. I, I think her award season is over. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad about that. I don't think it's quite as uh, you know. Anyway, yeah, I really want to see Hong Shao from The Whale get it. Yeah, she, nice. she okay, yeah, was wow. so good in that. Um, yeah. but I think Carrie Condon might get it, and I would be plenty okay with that too. Yeah. Any of them. I mean, they're all phenomenal. Every one of these were incredible performances. I put Stephanie Hsu for my, for yeah. both of mine, for my think she and was, want. She was great. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if she's won at other award shows or anything at this point, uh, but I think she should. Yeah. Honestly. Jamie Lee Curtis is definitely a possibility in this too. Yeah, Honestly, for sure. But her, like, I'd love to see like the. You know. Her part was so much smaller. Jamie mm-hmm. Lee Curtis was such a smaller role in comparison. Right. And it's such a like a it's such a big part for Stephanie Shue. Um. Yeah, she's very crucial. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So that brings us to uh, Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, we're really in the meat of it now. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, for Best Supporting Actor, we have uh, Brendan Gleeson for The Banshees of Insurin, um, Brian Tyree Henry for uh, Causeway, Judd Hirsch for The Fablemans, uh, Barry Keegan for the Banshees of Insurance, and I can't ever remember how to pronounce his name. Kehi Kwan. Kehi Kwan. There we go. Uh, for everything, everywhere, all at once. And you would think I would know how to say his name since I have him for both of my think and want. Same piece. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I want Barry Keoghan yeah. to win this. Yeah. yeah. But I think it'll be Kehi Kwan. Okay. 
There's a little this... piece of me that went Judd Judd Hirsch because that role was so good, but it was so tiny, but it it's changed tiny. the entire film. Right. Look, it's just time for short round to take home an Oscar. That's all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for real. No, and like we, there's so many wonderful things about everything, everywhere, all at once. But I don't think it would have landed in the emotional level without his character. No, absolutely not. Yeah, I agree. I thought he was great. Really, the only reason I put... I, I don't mean that a diminishing to the other characters. No, yeah. The reason I put Barry Kehogan is because he just blew me away. He's kind of the same in Banshees. Yeah, he's Banshees just, he's wouldn't great. have worked without him. But Brian Tyree Henry was so good in Causeway. <laughs> really? Funny, yeah. We're getting down to the be- the big categories. And it's like, huh, maybe they are like the best of the best. Not every year do I feel this way. But yeah, this year. <laughs> For sure. Some good stuff. Yes. Oh, does that mean it's me? It is you. It is. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So next we have uh, actress in a leading role, best actress. Yes. Um, we had Kate Blanchett from Tar, Ana de Armas from Blonde, Andrea Riseborough from Two Leslie, Michelle Williams from The Fableman, and Michelle Yeoh from Everything Everywhere All at Once. And for that one, I want it to be Michelle Yeoh, but I think that Kate Blanchett might get it. Ah, okay. oh, interesting. Yeah, I wanted Michelle Williams, and I think Michelle Yeoh will get it. Mm. I picked Michelle Yeoh for both of these. <laughs> well, there you go. But yeah. yeah, I mean, everybody else. Andrea Riseborough was amazing into Leslie. Blew me away. Man, all, all really impressive. All yeah, again, uh, Ana de Armas was the only good thing about Blonde. Yeah, and well, I hope so. She was like the well, focus yeah, of but the movie. <laughs> well, just also like she didn't. I've seen her in a ton of things, and this was just a complete different person. Which I mean, obviously, is the process of <laughs> yeah. acting, but like it's it was done in a really artful way. I think yeah. it deserves it. She yeah, up. yeah. I hated the movie, but I think she did a good job. Yeah, <laughs> it did not like the film, but she did a great job. Okay, well, that brings us mm-hmm. to best actor. Uh, we have Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell, The Banshees of Inchrin, Brendan Fraser, The Whale, Paul Mescal, After Sun, Bill Nehe, Living. This is a really hard mm-hmm. one for me, but I doubled down on this one being Austin Butler because I've spent the entire year hoping that it would be him winning all these best actor awards. So I got to stick to it now. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Um, I want it to be Colin Farrell. Um, oh, okay. But I think it's going to be Brennan Fraser, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want Brennan Fraser, Fraser, yeah. sorry, to win. Um, I think it's going to be Austin Butler, though. 
Yeah. Yeah, just... It just seems like... <laughs> He's been the award season darling this year. Yeah, it, it just seems it like it's sense. a thing. It absolutely does. Filling I mean, the shoes of such an iconic character is always that hard to do to and not do it in a bad way, especially somebody so memorable. You know what I mean? There's some videos of Churchill, but nothing like the catalog there is for Elvis. Yeah. And to do such a great job, I don't blame him. But it's also the one I'll probably be least likely to go back and rewatch. So, oh, I've watched this film at least four times. I'm not a big Elvis guy. <laughs> I'm not a big Elvis person, but I just think that this movie is so good. Very I think good. he did such a good job. And if you can be so good in a a role, a biography role, that even the family is like, wow. <laughs> right? Yeah. Obviously, you've done something right. Yeah. I absolutely agree. I well, and I think he, you know, poured his heart and soul into it with all the time that he had. Yeah. So. Yes, I think he lost Austin Butler. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it happens. He pulled the Daniel Day-Lewis. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so what does that bring? That brings us to best director. What? I'm getting the biggie. Nice. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. You planned it. I didn't choose any of this. <laughs> <laughs> this is 100% you guys' folly. I'm just lucked out. Uh, so best director goes uh, Ruben. How do you pronounce that? Oslan. Oslan. That's close. For Triangle of Sadness. Uh, Todd Field for Tar. Daniel Kwan and Daniel... Uh, Shinert, Shiner, the Daniels, the Daniels for everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, Martin McDonough for the Banshees of Insurance and Steven Spielberg for the Fablemans. Um, <clears throat> I have my want to Steven Spielberg and my think I have as the Daniels. Daniels picking Daniels. <laughs> uh, that aside, that's exactly the same thing I have. Oh, yeah. I had uh, the Fablemans for both. Oh, okay. Nice. That's Steven Spielberg I, for both. Yeah, I really feel like Spielberg is loved by everyone, and he was the most Spielbergy Spielberg that's ever Spielberg this time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this was that's pretty fitting. Exceptional, and it, it captured that joy. It really does. Of, yeah. I mean, of he films. made a movie about dinosaurs that eat people and everyone loves it, even little kids. It should be terrifying. So terrifying you don't want to watch it again. Yet, I saw <laughs> it in the theater multiple times. Right. <laughs> it gave me nightmares and it's still one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a lot like that. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, then that brings us to the big bad best picture. In yes, this category, it does. we've got All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar the Way of Water, The Banshees of Inisherin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. And for this one, I'm 
double going everything everywhere all at once. Nice, I think it was nice. phenomenal, and I think that out of all the categories, other than maybe uh, actress in a leading role, this is the one it deserves the most. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. don't disagree. So my want is the Fablemans. Yeah. Quite was, honestly. I, I marked I, it off once. Yeah, <laughs> it was There's, hard, but there was just so much about that movie that I really liked. And it's a movie about making movies and like not making movies necessarily, but about directing really and finding your footing and uh, finding your film, you know. Um, but I do think and I think would be very well deserved that everything everywhere all at once uh, would actually take it home. Hmm. Yeah, and I I think it's going to be everything, everywhere, all at once. But I want it to be Elvis. Mm. Ah, okay. I, again, I just You're this movie with just it. blew me away, and it was tough because a lot of best pictures, I think, I mean, in this category, I think a lot of them would be phenomenal. There's there's only a couple that I'm like, God, I hope it's not. If it's Avatar, I am going to be so. I don't know if I will watch Oscars. <laughs> this is the last year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, we're done here. I'm done with the Oscars. Thank it, you. It might be like, yeah, they're dead to me forever. It's just such a crap choice. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like all of the movies that are on this list except for two. I understand yeah. one of them. And I do not understand the other one at all. I think I'm in the same boat as the other one, Triangle of Sadness. Yeah, it is. Yep. I yeah. get it. I, yeah. I get why it's on here. Yeah, absolutely. It's I, I just didn't really care for it. It's not my thing. It's not bad. It's just not for me. Yeah. And as with every year, off the top of my head, I can think of one film that was, in my opinion, much more deserving. Of nominations, sure. Mm-hmm. Because and it, you're talking about the unbearable weight of massive talent, right? <laughs> yes, it, that is yes. the biggest snub of this year. Where is Nicolas Cage's Oscar? No, she, best actor should have been Nicolas Cage in Nicolas Cage in Nicolas Cage in <laughs> or Nicolas Cage in or Nicolas Pedro Cage Pascal as Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right. Look for me. It's the menu. Oh, oh, okay. The fact that that got zero nominations. Yeah, I, that is BS. I think it's, yeah. It deserved something. I don't know that Best Picture is it, but oh, come on. Yeah. Uh, you know, honestly, for me, the other one that I think that would fit this category is Living. Mm. Living was so good. Yeah, I really think you should have taken Avatar, shoved that down into animated pictures. Even though that means that there's no way Marcel <laughs> would win, and then put living in best picture, that makes yeah. way more sense to me. Yeah, yeah, because Avatar was legitimately every bit as animated as Marcel the Shell. Oh wow, more. Yeah, it was yes, definitely. It's, it's much more animated. It has real actors, you know, Playing moving cartoons. to play the the cartoon. But mocap does not mean you're not a cartoon. No, no, no. No, yeah. yeah. It just means that yeah. you get real you get real person movement, but you're still you're still CGI. 
So, right. <laughs> so you're telling me Marcel the Shell isn't real? Wait, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, no. It would never. I've he's seen the YouTube videos. He's really real. Okay. We're good then. Yeah. I need that joy in my life. Don't take that away from me. <laughs> don't, don't steal that from me. What's wrong with All you? Right. <laughs> but the fact that that same poem showed up in two films this year. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Man. We should just like keep going and have a podcast tapped onto this about Marcella Shell. It's <laughs> like it's a bonus to this episode, but it would be too long. The bonus episode, Marcel the Shell, starting yeah, now. If I could tell people to watch a film, it would be Marcel the Shell or Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Hmm. I'm gonna have to check uh, that out. I think that there's plenty of movies that are not in the best picture category. You know, the ones that all of the ones that we covered mm-hmm. that I would say are worth a watch. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. All right, well, then that wraps it up for the Oscar predictions for the year 2023. Yes, it does. Sweet beans. Well, hopefully you enjoyed our coverage of them. Stick around and make sure to join us uh, for the next episode when we uh, come back and embarrass ourselves by revealing how incredibly wrong we were, except for Rachel. And uh, hopefully this is as fun for you as it is for us to be able to enjoy the uh, best films of the year and give our kind of cast a vote towards what it is we uh, we hope the rest of the world agrees with. Um, if you liked what you heard today, please go online and like and subscribe. But most importantly, join us next time on Were You Not Entertained?